You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. And now, here are the top stories. Two big-name stars headline a Hollywood film opening Christmas Day, but a character who can't even speak steals almost every scene. Pet Pulse reporter John McQuiston takes us behind the scenes for a VIP introduction. Meet the animal actors of the new movie Marley and Me. They're adorable. Hi, puppy. Jennifer Aniston stars with Owen Wilson in the movie Marley and Me, but the real stars might be the yellow labs that play Marley. An out-of-control animal that somehow teaches them and trains them for their children, for tolerance. No animal was harmed in the making of the movie, thanks in part to the American Humane Association, which is the only organization that can award the No Animal Was Harmed credit to a film. What's kind of amazing is the dogs are almost always perfect. The dogs are the easiest actors to deal with on the set. They're always available. They're never in their trailer. They're never on the phone. Director David Frankel adapted John Grogan's best-selling memoir. While the movie Marley seems to be a four-legged weapon of mass destruction, Frankel says one of the joys he had was working with the 18 different dogs that played the title character, from puppyhood to old age. I don't think Marley's a symbol. I think Marley is a character in, in the movie, and dogs are wonderful because they have no future and they have no past. They only know the present. They only know the joy of living in the, in the present. In the spring of 2008, I worked on Marley and Me, in Miami. Gina Johnson is one of the American Humane Safety Reps who work on film sets to ensure the welfare of the tens of thousands of animals that appear in films each year. Screen Actors Guild contracts require that film producers include the AHA when animals are used in films. Safety reps can even stop production if an animal has had enough for the day. And that doesn't necessarily make producers happy, but we're more concerned with what makes the animal happy. Animals have to be prepared for any stunts like jumping fences or walking outside of a car with an actor holding his back legs. Gina Johnson says things went smoothly making Marley and Me. Marley and Me was probably the most fun movie I've ever worked on and that was because of the fact that the dog's character was just a dog and he was allowed to have a lot of fun on the set. In the course of Marley and Me, we see that even the world's worst dog can not only be man's best friend, he can teach him life's lessons. Through the eyes of this dog, kind of remind people, try to capture this sensation of how fleeting life is and the importance of, of embracing every moment. A dog doesn't care if you're rich or poor. Give him your heart and he'll give you his. This is John McQuist for Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV. Many of the dogs used in Marley and Me came from shelters and most of them were adopted by crew members once the film wrapped. The movie opens in theaters Christmas Day. If you'd like to comment and see what others have to say, go to the news section of Zoo2.com. Send us story ideas by emailing or calling us. We've all heard of dogs that can do tricks, but a turtle? It's true. Florida, the turtle can roll over and even give high fives. And he's using his tricks to improve the lives of children in the state he's named for. Pet Pulse reporter Emily Oz explains. Okay, ready? This turtle, named Florida, is no stranger to breaking through barriers. And when Florida plows through the blocks at this doctor's office, he's actually helping build a bridge between young patients and Dr. Mitchell Spiro. 
Now, if you were a child and you walked into a psychology office and you were expecting a doctor, like maybe you would even get a needle, and all of a sudden you're looking at a turtle, your anxiety lessens. Oh yeah, he is strong. So we tease and we say he helps kids come out of their shells. Florida is far from your average three-toed box turtle. Up here, high five. high five. He's more than 25 years old, but he still has fast and fancy feet. Fast, 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 feet, 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 fast. Sit, roll over, come on. Good boy. In the wild, when a turtle lands on its back, it can suffocate to death. But not Florida, who's learned to flip himself over. Freeze. Okay, come on, hurry up. Be late. Florida's lineup of tricks is something any dog would envy. Circles. There you go. We all run in circles sometimes. And kids, they're mesmerized. Up, 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 up. Come on, roll over. Good boy. It's just amazing that one turtle that can actually, you know, be this strong and this talented. Ariana Weibel started to visit Dr. Spiro after night terrors began to interrupt her life. Florida helped her overcome shyness and put her fears to rest. It helped me face my fears because he's a brave little guy, aren't you? Ariana started to look forward to visiting Dr. Spiro because Florida put a fun spin on her therapy sessions. And then you went home without them. And then we threw the fears away. Dr. Spiro taught Florida his tricks in stages during a 10-year period. Started with lettuce and food. Most animals respond best when you're training with food. Repetition, hand signals, and rewards worked. Good boy. <laughs> you know, this turtle can do this. Why can't I do it? Oh. And every time Florida helps a child realize her potential, Dr. Spiro says all that energy he spent training his pet turtle was well worth it. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Emily Oz. In fact, Florida the turtle is so unusual that some reptile training experts say they've never before seen anything like this little guy at his tricks. If you'd like to comment and see what others have to say, go to the news section of Zoo2.com. Send us story ideas by emailing or calling us. We've heard of different animals coexisting together, but at Zoo World in Florida, one of the most amazing friendships has formed between two of the most unlikely creatures. Their friendship has lasted almost three years, but how they became so close is what makes this story worth telling. Pet Pulse reporter Lee Gordon has more. Where are you going? Tondaleo, or Tonda for short, has lived at Zoo World in Panama City for the past 11 years. She has respiratory issues, and at the age of 49, has entered the final stages of her life. But none of this would be possible without the love of a three-year-old cat. We thought we were going to lose her a couple years back because she did get depressed. Um, she got off her food and off her activities, and the cat has added so much to her life. Tonda had lived happily until three years ago when she lost her mate, Yakut. And when he died, part of Tonda died as well. We've watched her over the years with ducks and, and swans and geese and turtles and things that have passed on her island. And she's shown a little bit of interest, um, but... You know, it was kind of one of those things that you, you think back to what she can possibly do. There's no way she was going to let us go out there with her. So the search was on for a new mate. Tonda is too old for another orangutan mate, but the idea of a cat came to life. But it had to be the perfect cat. Yeah, it was risky and rather odd, but Willard recalled the story of Coco, a gorilla who was known to keep cats as pets. So once the perfect cat was found, it was time to put Tonda to the test. Uh, Tonda very quickly got attached to the cat and got mad at us when we would take him away. <laughs> so, and then we finally chose the day and went for it, and it went great. 
Now, choosing the perfect cat wasn't easy. Zookeepers had to look for a cat that was playful, yet docile. And fortunately, they made a match with the first cat they tried. He's more laid back than a female cat probably would be. Um, he loves the attention. He's your typical tabby cat. Nice and fluffy and just, you know, love on me anytime. Tonda's kitty, or TK for short, gave Tonda new life. The two eat together, sleep together, and even when they're not together, Tonda is always watching out for TK. Oh, she needed that companionship, and she's just the most overbearing mother in the world to the kitty cat. According to those at Zoo World, this is the only known orangutan cat companionship in the world. But why did this love affair work? It's a mystery to those at Zoo World. But one thing is for sure, these two are together for good. And no matter how many times you see it, it's still amazing to watch them interact. It's very heartwarming, and it, it, doesn't, get, it doesn't get to be an old story. Uh, it's very, very close to, to those of us that were involved. TK gave Tonda reason to live, a reason to love, and a reason to enjoy life again. And because of this small feline, Tonda will soon ring in her 50th birthday in style. Over the hill, maybe, but loving every minute of it. For Pet Pulse on Zoo 2 TV, I'm Lee Gordon. This story has garnered so much attention that the duo has been featured on Good Morning America and has captured the number two spot on Animal Planet's list of the world's top seven animal odd couples. And if that's not enough, a Japanese television show has now inquired about featuring Tonda and TK. Well, if you'd like to comment and see what others have to say, go to the news section of Zoo2.com and send us your story ideas by emailing or calling us. We'll be back with more pet news right after this commercial break. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatonic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. You're listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O. Now, for this week's pet news stories. Intentionally bred animal hybrids like designer dogs can go for big money. Uh, but experts have discovered one rare hybrid that came about by accident, a freak of nature. 
in Georgia. Pet Pulse reporter Lee Gordon introduces us to the Zadunk. Meet Zigzag, maybe the most confused animal on the planet. He's not a zebra, although he has the stripes, and he's not a donkey, even though he looks like one. Actually, he's a hybrid animal called a Z-donk. His father was a zebra, his mother a donkey. But how in the world does an animal like this come to life? He was a boo-boo. Uh, his dad was a zebra in a pasture full of donkeys, and nature took its course. Animals like these haven't been seen for 170 years, when the quaggas were around. The Europeans thought of them as a nuisance and killed them off. But the Z-donk is the closest thing that trainers have seen to the quaggas. This is a hybrid animal. It's, a, it's like a, the man-made mule, a cross between a horse and a donkey. They cannot breed. They are sterile. Neither the mule nor the Z-donk can reproduce. In the case of the mule, a horse has 64 chromosomes, while the donkey has 62. Together, they create a mule with 63 chromosomes, making it sterile. The same can be said with the Z-donk and any other hybrid animals. When you have a hybridized animal like a Z-donk or a mule, you have something called hybrid vigor. You get the best of both worlds. All the charms and traits of each combined into one beautiful animal. Now, we know Zigzag can't reproduce, so what kind of life will this guy lead? He's only three months old and no chance of carrying on his legacy, so to speak. So how long can he live? Yeah, my friend um, adopted a, a rescue animal from the circus at, I think she, Esme was 24 years old, and she died at, at the age of 43, so she had a long wonderful life and um, zigzag hopefully will have the same just because he's cute and looks good doesn't mean everyone should stick a zebra and a donkey together we need to be more responsible as far as pet ownership there's a lot of exotic pets out there that shouldn't actually be pets we just need to be more much more responsible in pet ownership we have to respect our animals and nature to preserve it for our future generations to come Right now, Zigzag still has his baby fur, but within the next few months, his skin tone will change and the baby hair will fall out. And what's left will be a Z-donk that will look very similar to a butterscotch-colored zebra and an animal that's truly one of a kind. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Lee Gordon. You know, another rare hybrid is a whale-dolphin mix called a wolfin. One was featured in Adam Sandler's movie, Fifty First Dates. So if a Zadonk went on a date with a wolfin, would that be a double date? Hmm. Now, if you'd like to comment or see what others have to say, please go to the news section of Zoo2.com, and we always invite your own story ideas, too. Just email or call us. Going from an animal shelter to a career in movies. Sounds like a Hollywood script. In fact, some former shelter animals have wound up on the big screen and the Broadway stage. In New York City now, Pet Pulse reporter Tina Beth Pina with the trainer who turns homeless animals into stars. Come on. Let's go to work. This is just another day in the life of animal star China and her trainer Bill Berloni as they get ready for the national Broadway tour of Legally Blonde, a much different lifestyle than what she and her canine co-stars were accustomed to just a few months ago. All the dogs that I train for Broadway and uh, all the dogs we own are rescue dogs. So they first come into our home where we make them healthy, where we help them overcome their problems, and then we actually train them for the behaviors in the show. We're taking the dogs! Berloni and his staff usually train animals for about one year before they hit the stage or screen. And there are particular qualities that they look for in these rescues. When I go to shelters looking for, for working dogs, I look for dogs who are dealing well with stress. So I'm looking for the dogs who are hanging out there, just waiting, not caring what's going on. 
And that says to me that they can, if they could deal with that stress, then coming in here and being loved by 50 people is going to be a piece of cake. Berloni has had the good fortune to work on more than 20 shows in the last 30 years, which he chronicles in his book, Broadway Tales. But the dog he is best known for discovering in a shelter and training to stardom is the original Sandy in the legendary Broadway show, Annie. Annie ran on Broadway for eight years, and he did the entire run. So he retired when he was about 11 years old. Once the curtains close on these Broadway shows, the four-legged stars like Roxy here have nothing to worry about because once they retire, they go home to the man who discovered them. We own 26 dogs, nine of which are working. So we have 15 at home this week. In another couple weeks, we'll have you know two more will go out to work. And when you adopt a dog, we advocate that you keep it for the rest of their lives. Obviously, my situation is they are welcome to stay with us for the rest of our lives. Living with Bill has its perks, since many of his rescues aren't only found working on Broadway. Well, as an artist working in theater, you do it for the love, not for the money. <laughs> I love working in Hollywood. You work one day, you get it right once, and they pay you a ton of money. I will never force an animal to perform. So when you as an audience member come to see one of my shows, you see an animal come on happily doing some behaviors. And that's just a joyous thing to watch. The idea of doing it live every night and, and is, is really challenging to me, and I like to be challenged. And it's a welcome challenge for Bill and audiences alike. For Pet Pulse on Zoo2 TV, I'm Tina Beth Pina. And for more information about Bill Berloni and his animals, visit theatricalanimals.com. Now, if you'd like to comment or see what others have to say, please go to the news section of Zoo2.com. And we always encourage your own story ideas, too. Just email or call us. You've been listening to Pet Pulse News from Zoo2.com. Z-O-O-T-O-O, the leader in pet news and information. Heard each week on PetLifeRadio.com.